Thank you for tuning in to the Purpose Unfolded podcast, where we talk all things purpose living, community building, growth seeking, and so much more. I'm your host, Jordan Danielle. Join me every first and third Sunday for new podcast episodes and be sure to leave a rating and review. Let's dive in, shall we? What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Purpose Unfolded podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're new here, welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Jordan Danielle. I am your host of this platform and of this podcast. And here on this podcast, I talk about purpose. I talk about faith. I talk about just life in general and how we can continue and practice living um, the most intentional lives that we possibly can. Um, And these conversations are very raw, very real, and very transparent. So if you are into that type of stuff, feel free to subscribe. I would love to have you as a listener um, and connect with me on Instagram and Twitter at Purpose Unfolded to join the Purpose Unfolded community, okay? And if you are a returning listener, thank you. I love and appreciate your support. As always, what I do want to ask you, whether you are new here or whether you are a returning listener, if you have not left a rating and review, what are you doing? What are you doing? I would really appreciate it if you took the time, whether it's now or whether it's after listening to this week's conversation and episode, if you left a rating and review. Rating and reviews really help more people find out about this podcast. But not only that, but it really helps me know like the value that this podcast is bringing to your lives. Um And I believe that there's a way where you can leave an anonymous review. So if you don't want me to know that you specifically were the one who wrote or left the review, I believe there's a way that you can do it anonymously. But regardless, I really appreciate feedback um, and it just lets me know what people want to hear more of, what people might want me to elaborate a little bit more on. Um, and yeah, feel free. I I definitely would love that. So I definitely just wanted to share those few notes before I went into this week's conversation. Um, this week I'm going to be talking about the idea of not belonging to anyone and being mindful of possessiveness. But before I do that, I do want to turn your attention to last week's conversation, which was part two of the series that I'm in right now called Success in the Waiting Season. And more specifically in that episode, I talked about how when you're in a particular waiting season, specifically when you're waiting on God for a particular thing, um, how we can practice molding and and building not only our discipline in that season, but our character in that season as we are waiting. So if that is something that resonates or compels to you, feel free to listen to that podcast episode after this week's episode. Um, 
And stay tuned for more episodes within that series. This episode for today is not um, a part of the series, but I will definitely be continuing um, with part three of the of the series success in a waiting season um, the next time I publish a new episode. But without further ado, yes, let's get into it. Um, I was inspired to kind of have this conversation because I know sometimes whether we are dealing with friendships, whether we are dealing with intimate partners and partnerships or just our family members, people that we really care about and hold deeply to our hearts, sometimes we can become possessive over those people. And not that we do it intentionally, but sometimes it just happens, right? Say, for example, you know, you have a best friend, right? And maybe this has been your best friend for years, but maybe this best friend starts meeting new people that maybe you might not necessarily be familiar with. Sometimes we can start to be possessive over our friends and over our loved ones. And maybe we don't really want them socializing with people that maybe we're not really familiar with. Or maybe we start just wanting to know, you know, what they're doing or their whereabouts. Um, And specifically, this really can happen in like intimate partnerships, right? Or maybe you're not necessarily in a relationship with this person, Maybe you're you're just dating this person, right? Or you're getting to know them. And, you know, maybe you have deep feelings for this person. Sometimes, you know, with feelings and emotions and all of these things involved, sometimes you can become a little bit possessive. And sometimes you can start to just want to know, like, what is this person doing? If they post on Instagram, you want to see what they're doing on Instagram. You want to talk to them all the time and all of these things. And, you know, whether that's something that you have experienced um, or have stepped into the awareness that maybe that's kind of what you've been doing lately or the behavior that you've been exhibiting lately or whether it's maybe something that you've done in the past I hope that this conversation can maybe help us better, have a better approach to the people in our lives. Um, A few years ago, I remember tweeting, I made a, a tweet and it talked about how no one belongs to us, right? And that's a hard pill to swallow. Sometimes, you know, we feel, we say my best friend, my mother, my boyfriend, my girlfriend, my whoever, right? And it's a hard pill to swallow sometimes when someone tells us or reminds us that these people in your life that you care so deeply about, they don't belong to you, just like you do not belong to anybody else. However, while we don't belong to people and while people do not belong to us, What I do think God has given us the privilege of doing is stewarding well over the relationships that we have, whether these are relationships with our friends or whether they're relationships with our our family members, whether they're intimate relationships, whatever the case is, at the end of the day, 
I believe that we can improve the quality over our relationships when we approach them from the idea and the perspective of us simply being stewards over them. Just as we are stewards over the gifts that God has given us and our creativity and, you know, our material things, nothing really belongs to us. We are, and no one belongs to us. We are simply blessed enough to be able to experience these things and these people in our lives. And so, even for me, sometimes I know sometimes, you know, I'll catch myself, you know, wanting to talk to um, a person often, right? And if I don't talk to them, it's kind of just like, oh, like, I haven't talked to this person or I haven't had an opportunity to hang out with this friend or whatever the case is. And sometimes that can create resistance, right? If there is somebody in your life who you really care about and you maybe you really value and appreciate their presence and the time that you spend with them, sometimes the lack thereof can create resistance, right? When you haven't spent time with them or when you haven't um, you know, had an opportunity to talk to them for hours on the phone or whatever the case is. And what I realized is that, you know, I personally never, and, and this is something I am constantly, you know, reminding myself to be mindful of in terms of the relationships that I have with the people that I care about is I never want to make an idol out of anybody that I love and care deeply about. I never want to put anyone on a higher pedestal than I put God. I never want to um, make anyone in my life the center of my life more than I am making God the center of my life. And sometimes it can be very easy for us to do that. And not that we do it intentionally, but sometimes it just happens, right? But I think when we realize that we're doing that, maybe in the moments where we realize, hey, I'm thinking of, you know, this person way too much, or hey, I'm too preoccupied with what this person is doing, and it's drawing me away from what I should be doing. Or maybe you realize you're too preoccupied with, you know, wanting to talk to somebody or wanting to spend time with somebody that you haven't maybe necessarily had an opportunity to spend time with or talk to, to where it draws you deeper or draws you away from the time that you could be spending talking to God and spending with God, right? And so we have to be mindful not to make idols out of the people that we love and care about. And I think when we understand that we are only stewards over these people and the relationships that God has allowed us to cultivate, we are able to be present with these people and in these relationships when we experience them and when we are in these people's presence physically. But we're also able to allow them to be who they are on their own. And we're able to allow them to be people, right? Be their own individual person who has their own individual needs and their own things that maybe they are doing in their lives. And when we know that we are only stewards over these people and these relationships, we are better able to navigate them, right? 
We can allow people to go when they need to go. And we can fully appreciate it when they come. But their, their, their um, absence in our lives when they do need to go or maybe when we aren't able to talk to these people as often as we like or see these people as often as we like, it doesn't bother us, right? We're still able to remain grounded and centered in who we are because these people are not the center of our lives. And instead, we choose to place God at the center of our lives, right? And so really quick, if y'all hear kids screaming in the background for some reason, where I'm at, there are children outside and they're playing and they're very loud. I have the windows closed, but I don't know. Sometimes you might still be able to hear them. So my apologies in advance because these kids, whatever they're doing, they're having a grand time and they are screaming. Okay. They are screaming. But anyways, you know, I guess it, it's it's a good sound to hear kids playing, right? Because kids these days don't always play outside these days. So I guess it's a great thing that they're having a, a fantastic time by the sound of it. But anyways, let, let me stay focused. Um, what was I saying? So yeah, so being mindful not to make idols out of people. And what I also realized is sometimes this preoccupation with, you know, wanting to always maybe have this desire of like, what is this person doing? Or what did they just post on Instagram? What did they just post on Twitter? Um, This occupation, this preoccupation of, you know, wondering when you're going to see them or when they're going to text you back or when they're going to call you or whatever the case is. Sometimes we have to stop and ask ourselves, what is the root of this behavior? What is the root of this desire? And what is causing me to be so preoccupied with this person, right? Or with, you know, thoughts of this person, right? And not that it's not a good thing for us to think about people, but I think sometimes when there is somebody who you really deeply care about, such as maybe a best friend or a family member or somebody that you're dating or in a relationship with, we have to be mindful not to, you know, be too preoccupied to the point where we're thinking about these this person more than we're focusing on ourselves, right? You never want to be so preoccupied with the person to where it's drawing you away from what you could be doing for yourself. Because at the end of the day, as long as you are focused on yourself and as long as you practice also focusing on God and turning your attention to God, everything is going to align, right? When you take, sometimes when you take your mind off of something, that is when things start to align. And that's when they start to flow with ease because you've released resistance, right? You've you've allowed yourself not to be so caught up in this particular thing or this particular person. And it's like when you allow yourself to take a step back, that is when you allow God to allow things to flow, right? And it's like at that point, we don't have to try to control things because we're putting that, we're putting that desire to control and we're, we're giving it and we're putting it in God's hands, right? And so as I was thinking about this idea and this topic of like, why do we do that? I think sometimes 
like I said, we have to ask ourselves, what is the root, right? Ask God to show you the root of like maybe possessive behavior, right? And sometimes the word possessive can sound very like, it can it can sound like a very intense term, right? Um, sometimes it can sound like a very dark thing, but the fact of the matter is sometimes we can be possessive. Sometimes we can be possessive over our best friends and without trying. Sometimes we can be possessive over our parents or we can be possessive over the people that we're in partnerships with. And maybe it's not an intentional thing. It just happens, right? And sometimes it can be it can come from a place of love and like protection and care for this person and these people. But sometimes it can come from a place of insecurity. Sometimes it can come from a place of not feeling safe, right? It's like you want to know what this person is doing because it gives you a sense of safety. It gives you a sense of peace. It gives you a sense of comfort. Maybe it gives you a sense of assurance or of confirmation, right? But people are ever changing and so are circumstances. And so that's why it's so important for us to be able to find that security and to find that safety and that comfort and that peace in God. Because while the world is constantly changing and while people are constantly changing, God is the one thing that remains the same. Right. And so if we're able to always be able to shift our attention and our focus from one person back to God, right? And 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 a never changing God, it not only allows us to always have a foundation of safety and security, but it allows us to really be able, like I said, to experience relationships and to experience people from a more of a place of peace, right? Because we're not necessarily looking for this person to give us a sense of security or to give us a sense of confirmation or affirmation or maybe or whatever it is that maybe is at that root of what we're desiring, right? And and why we might be exhibiting a particular behavior because we're receiving that and we know that we get that from God, right? And so I'm not sure what your um, experience with relationships are. And like I said, this doesn't have to tie just to romantic relationships. This can be applicable to your family and it can also be applicable to your friendships as well. The friendships that you hold near and dear to your heart. So I want to invite you to take a moment and think about maybe a person in your life who sometimes you feel like you can be possessive. Or maybe there's a person in your life who um, maybe while you're, you're, you're having a conversation with them, maybe you're constantly worried of like, okay, are they going to text me back? When are they going to text me back? They said they're going to call me back. When are they going to call me back? Um, maybe this person... Um, says they're going to call you back, but then maybe you see them posting a story on Instagram. So then you click on that story on Instagram to see what that person is doing, right? Like, what is that per who think of that person in your life? If, if you have a certain person in your life who maybe you, this topic comes to mind when, when you hear this topic, somebody who maybe you associate this with, and I want you, and I want to invite you to maybe ask yourself, why 
what is the root of that particular behavior when it comes to the way that you experience your relationship with this person, right? Are you seeking security from this person? Are you seeking confirmation or um, affirmation from this person, right? And I also want to encourage you to think of what other ways can you feel secure? What other ways could you find safety and the security that maybe you would experience from a, from this particular person? How could you maybe shift that perspective and that desire to feel that safety and to feel maybe that assurance, right, from this person? How can you find ways to experience that from the presence of God, right? And it's definitely easier said than done. But I think once you step into the awareness of like, okay, I I I am aware that this is a behavior that I exhibit at times, right? Or maybe you do it frequently. Um, when you step into the awareness that you are exhibiting this particular behavior, you can then also step into the awareness of, okay, well, how can I address this behavior, right? And how can I shift this behavior and how can I get to the root? And once you get to the root, then that's how you can start to grow, right? And say, for example, you are like, okay, I know that I do this with this person, but I want to practice finding that security in God, right? Anytime you start to feel like, oh, this person might be taking too long to confirm plans with me. So now you're feeling insecure. Maybe you're feeling unworthy, right? Or maybe you're having a conversation with this person and they're taking too long to text back. So now you're feeling like, oh, this person is just going to leave me on red. Or maybe this person is just going to just not respond. So maybe you start to feel like it's something you said. Or maybe you start to feel um, a lack of security because that person maybe might not be responding to you in the time frame that you would want them to, right? Finding ways to shift that. And, and maybe what it is you're seeking in somebody and reminding yourself that you can receive all of what you need from a person. You can receive that from God, right? And not that you can't receive security or affirmation or whatever they or safety or whatever the case is within a person, but you never want to limit yourself to finding and experiencing those and receiving those things from man alone. Because like I said, humans, we are ever changing. We're always changing. We're always going through certain experiences, right? Certain changes. And so sometimes we, the person who maybe you are seeking security from or seeking affirmation from, Maybe that person is doesn't have is in a season where maybe they might not have the capacity to affirm you all the time or to talk to you all the time or to um, provide that sense of assurance and safety, right? And so if if you are seeking that from a person alone, you it is likely that sometimes you can feel you can be discouraged from that because humans were always changing and sometimes our foundations shake sometimes 
situations in our lives change and therefore maybe the way that we show up for other people change but when you're able to find that peace and that comfort from God and you're able to shift your focus from maybe being so preoccupied with this person right and when you're able to shift that to focusing on God that is when you really start to feel the the presence of peace and you start to feel the presence of security of assurance because you know okay God will never change so even if I might receive this safety or this feeling of assurance from this person I know that I can always expect to receive it from an, an, a never changing constant God right and so how can we steward well over our relationships well we can steward over our relationships simply by reminding ourselves that we do not own our relationships and we do not own the people that we are in relationships with. Romantic relationships and friendships and family, right? And going and experiencing these relationships by knowing that, wow, God has allowed me to be friends with this person. Let me steward well over this person. Let me not be controlling over this person. And instead, let me experience this person and interact with this person the way that God sees fit for me to interact with them. Let me navigate this friendship the way that God sees fit for me to navigate this friendship. And while I'm navigating this friendship, let me also be reminded to still allow this person, no matter how deep of a friendship I have with this person, allowing yourself to always still allow other people to be who they are as an individual and not always seeing the person as your best friend or as your partner right? But seeing them as an individual who has their own identity and their own needs, right? And when you do that, it creates like a, it creates kind of like a boundary, right? It creates this space, a a good enough space between you and the person to understand, hey, I'm close enough in friendship with this person, but I'm also know that they are just, they're not just my friend. They don't belong to me. At the end of the day, we belong to God, right? And God has given us the grace to be able to experience the people that he has allowed us to experience and develop relationships with. But with that, we have to steward well over them and being controlling and possessive, right? And always so preoccupied with what a person is doing or or when they're going to talk to us or when we're going to see them or whatever the case is, that is not good stewardship. Good stewardship is allowing people to be who God has called them to be without the need to always control. You don't know what a person's needs are all the time. You don't know what they have the capacity for. Only God knows that. Just as God knows what you have the capacity for and what you need in that particular season, while other humans might not always be aware. And so I think stewarding well over our relationships and over our friendships and practicing not being possessive or controlling at times 
even if it's um, unintentional, I think what that looks like is us being mindful of asking God, how am I supposed to treat this person? How am I supposed to be a friend to a person? How do you want me to be a friend to this person in this season? What does friendship look like in this season? How can I be the best partner or the most effective partner to my partner in this season? How can I be the most effective sister in this season, right? Like really asking God how to be present in these in these relationships and how to show up for people, right? I really think that's what it comes down to, showing up for people, but also showing up for yourself. Never putting someone so much on a pedestal to where you're not focused on what you need and what God has called you to do, right? And so I think we just have to just be more mindful of that. Maybe you're somebody who's listening to this and you're like, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm, I don't, I'm never, I don't never do that, right? Perhaps this might not apply to you, but transparently speaking, I know personally, sometimes I find myself doing that. Sometimes I find myself <coughs> unintentionally like being a bit possessive or controlling and it's not even a direct type of thing it's not even a thing where the person on the receiving end is aware that I'm doing that it's more of a a conviction right it's more of a a me thing right me having and and feeling that within my spirit of like oh you're you're being a little bit possessive your your behavior right now is being a little bit possessive. You need to maybe take a little a little step back, right? Or and really asking myself, why do I feel the need to always check? Or why do I feel the need to always this or always that? Right? And I'm thankful for that spirit of conviction because conviction is correction, right? And so when I when when would God convicts me at my spirit that I am doing that and exhibiting that particular energy and that particular behavior, I am then able to reground myself and recenter myself. And I'm able to check myself and correct myself. And most importantly, allow God to correct me and redirect me so that I'm not exhibiting that type of behavior and navigating relationships or friendships with that particular energy, right? Because it does create a sense of resistance, right? And who wants that? I know I don't. I want to always experience my relationships and my friendships from a place of ease and from a place of flow, right? And if I am trying to, you know, or or not even trying, because like I said, sometimes it's not an intentional thing. Sometimes you just do it because there's at the root, there is this feeling of insecurity, perhaps, or there's this feeling of needing assurance or wanting to to be reminded and affirmed that this person is your friend or that this person cares for you or that this person loves you and is not going to leave you, right? But going back to the idea of 
once once you're able to find all of that security in God, you don't really you you have a stronger foundation and you don't really feel so um so unsafe, right? Or you don't really feel the need to always wonder, oh, is this person going to leave me or is this person going to XYZ because you know at the end of the day as long as you have God and you have his peace and and his comfort nothing else matters right and that's that definitely comes with spiritual maturity and spiritual development but it's definitely possible right and and what i think the beauty of that is is when you know that god is a source for for all of that all of what maybe you might seek in man or in humans in a human i think that's when god can can trust you with stewarding better over the relationships that he allows you to have because he knows that you're not going into this relationship to feel this sense of comfort or to feel this sense of security or you're not going into these relationships or these friendships wondering if this person is going to leave you because you're not worried about that because you know and 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 you have that assurance from God knowing that at the end of the day God will never leave you right and so i think when you focus on that relationship with god the relationships around you start to be reflective of that and it starts to be reflective more of joy right and you are able to maybe um have a better sense of trust in people and you have a a greater sense of safety because you know ultimately where your trust lies in and who your trust lies in and that it doesn't necessarily lie in man alone right so i really just wanted to to have that conversation because it's something that you know i've talked about before but it's something that i think we definitely just should be mindful of as we grow and and continue nurturing the relationships that we have with people um you know and just in this day and age with like social media and all these things sometimes possessiveness and controlling behavior can almost seem as though it's it's normalized right um but that should never be the case because no one wants to to feel like they're like they belong to anybody right the only person that i belong to is god right i don't i don't belong to any other human but god i don't even belong to my parents god is simply trusted my parents to steward well over me as their daughter Right. And so I think when we have that perspective, it really just gives us a whole different insight and perspective on life and the interactions and relationships that we do have with people, because we know like, wow, I I am God has trusted me with this relationship. So let me steward over it, just like God trusts us with material things. We have to learn you know, if God blesses us with a car or a new job or a new home, we have to show God that we can steward over that thing and that we have gratitude for that thing. And we have to treat it well because just as easy as God can bless us with it, he can simultaneously take it away from us, 
right? And so personally, in this season of my life, I just want to practice being a better steward over everything in my life. And what I realized recently is that I want to be more intentional with stewarding over the relationships in my life and asking God how to do that. And so that's really what was on my heart today. Um, I hope this spoke to you and I hope this resonates and connects with you in some way. Um, I just want to invite us just to focus on ourselves, being mindful not to make anyone um, an idol, being mindful not to make an idol of anyone, right? And sometimes when we think of idols, we think of like, oh, these things that we praise and, you know, Or sometimes people make idols out of celebrities, but sometimes we can make idols out of the people that we care about, right? If we're too too preoccupied with thoughts about them or if we're too preoccupied with like what they're doing or where they're at, like that is making an idol out of somebody, right? And especially if you're thinking about said person more than you're thinking about God and more than your thoughts are focused on God. And that's how you know that you are making an idol out of the person because you're you're too preoccupied with them more than you are thinking about what God says or more than you're thinking about God and his presence, right? And I say that not to make you feel bad about yourself or not to condemn you because God does not condemn. But I say that just so we can be more mindful. And that's what this podcast is all about. It's about being more mindful with our living, being more intentional with our living, and ultimately ultimately being more purposeful, right? Unfolding in purpose daily. And when we unfold in purpose daily, we unfold into who we have been called to be. And so... With that said, it's been another episode of the Purpose Unfolded podcast. If this resonates with you, I want to ask you again to leave a rating and review. It doesn't necessarily have to be in regard to this specific episode. Maybe there's an episode that you listened to a few weeks ago and you were like, wow, that was really good. Leave a rating and review. I would love that. Um, I would love to hear what people, what y'all have to say about the Purpose Unfolded podcast and these conversations that I have every other week. And just, you know, I would like to believe that the same way these conversations help me navigate certain topics and experiences, I would like to believe that they add value to your life and that they empower you to better navigate experiences on your own as well. So, Until next time, I love y'all and I send y'all all all of my love and positive warm regards. Until next time, peace.